Sexpot Comedy, collaborative, community-driven comedy from Denver, Colorado. Now and then, here and there, and always at sexpotcomedy.com. Welcome to the Rotten Potatoes Podcast with Denver, Colorado's Cook Street Productions. My name is Justin. My name is Justin. I'll be your host tonight. Yeah. All right, so we're going to start by having each of you introduce yourself and uh, just maybe talk about something in pop culture, music, whatever. I love that those are the things, pop culture slash music yeah, slash yeah. whatever. Well, what is, have we ever used a pop culture answer? I mean, per se, you would think that it includes music. Yeah, if it includes TV, it certainly includes yeah. music. Uh, vegetables. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's the whatever slash that's, whatever. Yeah. That's the whatever. I thought uh, that was pop culture. Uh, yeah, just just uh, maybe say something about what's captivating your interest since we last talked. Ooh, um, all right. I'll start. My name is Nate. Um, I let's see. I watched last night. They did a um, they did like a sneak preview of this uh, new crime show on HBO the night of have you heard about mm. this at all I like HBO though and I love sneak previews yeah <laughs> the, show, the show doesn't start for like two or three weeks but they put the first episode out I think it's like I'm guessing like an eight episode season but the first episode was like an hour 25 or something who's the main guy um, Totoro's in it Totoro yes and then the young guy has been in stuff too I can't remember what but um, yeah it's great HBO really knows what they're doing. It's not the same as True Detective, but it certainly has a similar feel. It kind of opens on this, like, you know, coincidental crime that's happening. Mm -hmm. You don't actually know what has exactly has happened, but you've seen it from one character's perspective, and it's shot amazingly, and it's... Good for John Turturro. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's true. Like yeah. It's true, yeah, he's great. Yeah. Um, Is it but, made by anybody that's, like... I don't... Uh, maybe. I haven't really yeah. looked into that, but... Um, yeah, it's just they, they don't really miss on this type of thing. So, no. yeah, I'm way into it already. Is there is a showrunner somebody? Probably. <laughs> I have not done that research. Not that much. No, I just watched it. <laughs> it's by Steve Zalian. Mm. Uh, oh, he's good. Is you mean Steve Zahn. That's <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, he uh, he has not. Oh, he, no, he's a writer of Girl with a Dragon Tattoo and Moneyball. So he's an adapter of writers. <laughs> yeah, Gangs <laughs> of New York, huh. Hannibal. So he's been around. Yeah. The first Mission Impossible, Clear and Present Danger. Wow, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, he's prolific. That's cool. No, it's definitely good so far. I'm in. Yeah, I mean. The true crime genre being what it is, I'm sure it's not a true story. No, right? I don't think so. Yeah, but it's obviously gonna. <laughs> but like, I love itself. how I mean, they they take advantage of knowing that you know that it is a crime thing. Like you've seen pre, like they know that you've seen previews, and they mm -hmm. play with that in the first episode. Mm. Like there's this weird tension because you know something is about to happen, right? But they're just they just tease you the whole way, yeah. and it kind of doesn't happen the way you thought it would. It's like the beginning of a Law and Order. Yeah, it's so long. You kind of know. It's I've never be a seen crime. an episode of Law and Order. No, me neither. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's over referenced. Yeah, so it really is. There's so many of them. Yeah. You know, have you guys, Variations. Have you guys noticed that? <laughs> <laughs> Save it for your type five. Uh, my name is Evan, and have you guys heard of Terrace House? 
Terra's house? Terrace. Terrace house. Well, it's Japanese, so it's oh. not really a word, I don't sure. think. <laughs> it's adapted to our language and sure. doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not. It is a polite real world on Netflix. <laughs> so huh. it's six people, three guys, three girls, live in a house. They're strangers. Is it fiction and, or real? Like, is it a- oh, it's a reality show. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's okay. a reality show. And so... <laughs> But they're so polite. Really? <laughs> it's so refreshing. So they're just nice to each other. Yeah, they're super. Like they have. There's so many. Apparently, there's just so many ways. Like everyone has to say the exact same thing when they're meeting someone. Like they all repeat it over and over again. Like pleasure to meet you. They always say it back and forth. And it's just. It's what? it's it's. Is it like a Big Brother thing? No, it's just real. Who's I mean, pulling real. these strings? What strings, man? There's no that game. You have script. to say. No, no, no. That's just that's Japanese culture. Oh, so they're all Japanese. Yes, they're Japanese people. What's the show? Oh, it's yeah, it's it's really boring. Like yeah, why? <laughs> it's not them being was, not polite is I the was, show. That's true. I was fascinated. Well, it really feels like it's a matchmaker show. Hmm. Like they're going on there just to meet a match because there's also these four or five people who comment on the show as it's happening. Like they'll cut to them. Like oh, I can't believe they didn't get together. But like it's an after show in the show. Hmm. <laughs> It's the producers, obviously, or whoever it is. They're like comedians in, in Japan. Um, and so it obviously, they're just trying to match people together. Like, they seem to have a lot in common. And like, it's just, <laughs> it's just surreal to watch. I don't know why it grabbed me, but I, I burned through every episode. They had like 18 episodes on there. It was made just for Netflix because it was a huge show in Japan. Uh, I'm going to watch all 18 tonight. It's yeah. pretty great. One half actually, hour. I can guarantee just, it. Yeah. It's just I got nine hours. For yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> the problem is you have to be paying attention because of subtitles. Yeah. Uh, it's not one of those two yeah, screen things. This so. show sounds like it's full of problems. <laughs> oh, it really is. But I, I I, that's it. not the only problem. I do think though, I like it as a it's fascinating. Flipping the script a little bit on real world. Like real yeah. world got hard to watch because oh. it was so fucking dramatic and, and stupid. With terrible people. And all yeah. these terrible people. Right. And you like these people. There's something fascinating about watching like yeah. another culture too. Just kind it's, of it is fascinating to see extremely like, polite to each other. And just to yeah. see the courting that goes along with it, the the vetting process is so much more than it would be here. Like, it's like, what are your passions and dreams? And like the way they get to know each There's other. There's gotta be so some different. weird sexual stuff though, right? Oh, no, not in this show. There certainly could Behind be. closed doors. Maybe. You know, in, um, in Australia, they had Big Brother and yeah. then they had Big Brother After Dark. Mm-hmm. And on Big Brother After Dark, they would show, and this is Big Brother uh, Australia. Yeah. Um, they would show dicks, just oh. boobs. They have Big Brother After Dark v- here too. Vaginas. They have it here too for the American show, but they don't actually but. show anything. Keep this list going. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Travis, and um, I guess it's been a while since we did one of these. The most concise way to say what has captivated my attention is just LeBron. The the who, word LeBron who uh, Sanders. <laughs> yeah, he's Steve Sanders' uh, dad on nine hundred two one zero, but it's Bernie's running mate, right? Yeah. <laughs> LeBron Sanders, um, he's great. He's really, really great. He, he decided he was the best in the world. Yeah, once and it's, again. it makes me. It, it's it's validating, I guess. Just you know the the way sports culture moves of just being so reactionary and um, ready to dismiss, never lose. And you know if if they played that series, uh, if they played a hundred games, I think the Warriors would win sixty five of them. Um, but when he was pushed to the point where if they lost tonight, 
We're done. I just don't think that anyone in the world can beat any assemblage yeah. of, of players in the world. If he's intent on winning that game, he will win that game. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's, awesome. it's like the way this, the themes and the storylines came together. You yeah. cannot write. Yeah. Yes. Like what used to be a villain is suddenly the underdog hero. Like right. LeBron is an underdog is crazy. Is yeah. Alone. Curry is now the villain. The Warriors in general. <laughs> Down 3-1. Yeah. As a yeah. gambler, I feel like I really screwed the pooch. Yeah. I'm not taking advantage of LeBron as an underdog. Right. I can't believe that I took the Warriors to win the title when they when they were down 3-1 right. to the Thunder. To the Thunder. Yeah, yeah. I was like, that's the best bet in the world. Yeah, yeah. especially going into the finals. Just, yeah. just get one more game. They'll win it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They it's, want to do it at home. Oh, what a hedge. <laughs> at home again. Yeah. We should have thought it's about crazy. that. That would have been quite the hedge. Cavs. Yeah. It was also, it's cool that, you know, with players like LeBron or Jordan or any of these guys, I guess there's not many of these guys, <laughs> but he, he now has his iconic play. Yeah, the block. Yeah, that that block was, you know. Incredible. Yeah, and, and watching it live was obviously nuts, but yeah. watching it on, like, going online and watching it, it's even crazier. Yeah. Yeah. Just seeing how calm he is, what ground he covers to Covering get both sides Covering of both the sides of the reverse. If he passes <laughs> It's just, yeah. uh, it's, it's pretty it's, amazing considering he's our age. Yeah. You know, like he's 31, 30, I guess he's 30. I mean, no, I've old. made 10 all NBA first teams too. <laughs> so it's not, it's weird because it's it, if one playoff game, if that block happened in a normal game, like the assistant coach or, or someone would have seen him coming, like not to warn Nigadala, but just like you would have seen it. Like, oh, here comes LeBron. Right. But literally no one in the world saw it coming. Yeah, no. Because it's such a tense situation. Right, you're like, just watching this, the ball. This is a huge bucket yeah. for the Warriors. Right. And then all of a sudden, yeah. it's erased. I forget what podcast it was on, but they said something about how uh, a Cavs assistant coach was sitting there. He watched the block happen. Yeah. Totally and then he turned to the person next to him and said, that's the best basketball play I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. While they were going back on the yeah. other side. He, just, he did not watch the next didn't play. Just, just in case we forget. Yeah. That's the best time stamp this. <laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy to be a man amongst boys in the in yes. a league yeah. of yes. men. and not even in the league in a on a court where there's like you know it's the one most of the elite best yeah. players of all time probably and just like these guys. Yeah. It's we were freshmen in college watching him play as a senior in high school, and you said, "Man, he's a man amongst boys." Right. And right. Thought that that's still true. That's, right. that's remained true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we are going to bet on a Rotten Tomatoes score tonight for a movie that's in theaters right now. Uh, whoever's furthest away from the actual score will have to go see it alone. Uh, we're going to throw in some wrinkles later because of some factors that are beyond our control. Mm-hmm. But first, let's talk about Popstar, which I lost last time, um, even though I was maybe the most excited for it, <laughs> guessed the lowest. That's your bets, apparently. Um, and uh, I think three of us have seen it. Ev, did you nope. leave? Yeah. <laughs> Did you leave your house? Um, so, I mean, it, it's kind of been a while, but very funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, expectations very high. Mm-hmm. Thus, I feel a little whatever about it. Definitely. Um, and it's Definitely. probably not fair. Like, I laughed more than I did, like, the night before. Or Train wreck. Yeah. But Good guys. I really was hoping this yeah. was this was something. Nice well, yeah, I mean, MacGruber was MacGruber was kind of the opposite. Where I went into that not having very high expectations because yeah. I didn't think the sketch was that good. Right. But then it just ended up being one of the funnier movies I've <laughs> yeah. ever seen. And the think, funniest. You yeah, can say. Evan's funniest. <laughs> and like usually with these comedies, we come back and we're just 
harping on the running time and like, oh man, I just give me that cut and I can cut out 10 minutes and it'd be so much better. But you can't do that because it's 86 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think diagnosing the problem would just be the story was trite. Yeah. Well, and the behind the music. There's an arrow right. in front, man. Right. There's a rise and fall very quickly. Yeah. Very quickly. Very little rise. Yeah. And oh, then... I thought the rise, the rise didn't happen before the movie took place. No, it's it just did, a basically. Yeah. Oh, but then they yeah. talk and then they show it. But, like, things basically... Basically, just everyone in his life starts giving up on him as of 15 minutes in. And we got 60 or 70... We got 70 left before he can redeem himself. I mean, the I would say the rise was maybe maybe 10 minutes and the redemption was 10 minutes. Like yeah. they spent they spent 80% of that movie on the fall. Which would you, would you say the rise of Taj was longer or shorter? Uh he's longer than everything. <laughs> what, what are we talking about? Is that the Van Wilder sequel? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's weird cuz I I liked the first 20 minutes and the last 20 minutes the best. Yeah. And that never happens. Yeah, you, do, you definitely don't like the last 20 minutes the best, yeah, usually. The, the middle, there was like the TMZ parody. Yeah. There was the big wolf attack. And yeah. there was a lot of Justin yeah. Timberlake clearly winking at the camera that mm. he should be the pop star. Yeah. Ah. So there's a lot of that. It could be about him. Yeah. But they also, I think they just missed on the mockumentary. Like, they didn't yes. commit to it. That's my next point. Yes. Do you think it's a better movie with Justin Timberlake as the star? No. Not playing Justin Timberlake. No, because no, it wouldn't be as funny. Yeah. Okay. He's not as funny. Every Yeah, he just shouldn't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything, I mean, the mockumentary, I don't think, the, it's interesting because that night I uh, watched do, the end of documentary now, which mm-hmm. I finally finished and so fucking good. Yeah, it's great. And the last two of documentary now yeah. is like a behind the music of the Blue Jean Blue Committee. Jeans. that's right. Uh, 70s band between Armisen and Hayter. And so I got to see two of the same story in one night and the way they do mockumentaries is actually mocking a documentary, which has like sadness right. and patience. Yeah. Right. Like there's a 40 second take of just Fred Armisen walking through a sausage factory and he's yeah. just like, sorry about the cameras. Right. And it's just patient. <laughs> yeah. And then it, you feel yeah. like you're in the world so they can do more subtle stuff. And Lonely Island, there was the one bit where he's Googling reviews. That was like the one time where it felt like they... They just let it be awkward and sad. Yeah. They're not known for their patience. No. No. (laughs) No. It's a subtle man's game. Yeah. And Lonely Island is not. I mean, there were still so many great jokes in it. There were. Yeah. But basically, if they had, if it seems like the only reason they decided to do it as a mockumentary is so you could get all these cameos or to make fun of the Justin Bieber movies. But either way, if if they hadn't done that and they just done it as a traditional narrative, Mm. um, I don't think I would have noticed that. Like, it wouldn't have been that different. No. Like, it did. It's not that this the mockumentary element hurt it. It's just because they didn't really commit to it. Yeah, and maybe it's because they're what they were parroting was specifically the Justin Bieber one, which doesn't really count as a documentary. No. So right, I'm sure it's totally. Yeah. Maybe they mimicked that perfectly, but right. I don't know that maybe that was part of the problem. Was like Bieber is basically Trump as far as easy target what are you going to do to satirize them? Like right. that that's what they do is more ridiculous than what you can come up with right. all the time. Like the, in this one, uh, they're at the Anne Frank house and Connor shits a really stinky poop. 
And it's like, do not go in there, Ace Ventura, right? It was kind of funny. But like what Bieber <laughs> did was real. And he wrote in the guest book at the Anne Frank house, you were a great oh, yeah. girl, Anne. I wish you would have you, you been, been, been a believer. I would like to think you would have been a believer. That's so much funnier than something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's way funnier. It's absurd. Yeah. I mean, like SNL's had that problem with Trump all year. Yes. And what do you They're do? Un- <laughs> What's funny? Yes. Yeah. Just play clips of him. Right. You should do it's like the Hills and just actually reenact things you yeah. see. Yeah. 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 You know what? Yeah. You know, it's an interesting point that it it's not mocking a documentary. Um, because I don't know if I've seen a movie that totally like you know how uh, the Thin Blue Line created the whole thing of recreations? Have you ever seen a mockumentary that does that? You've seen it like you've seen jokes where the you know the recreations are fake but within a mockumentary as an element of it so you're admitting that not only are the characters pretend but also the recreation of the characters is pretend (laughs) i kind of love that yeah yeah. it's weird i've never seen that no yeah they um i still really like lonely island obviously i wasn't disappointed in them uh especially with the music like they are incredible at writing funny pop music that sounds like pop music. Yeah. Like it's not weird. Al Yankovic might've created this, but changing beat it to eat it. Right. Is a lot different. Writing an original song than what they do. Um, do you guys, I mean, the Osama song's great, yeah. but so do you remember the, um, the Ibiza, or no, España? Yeah. Right. España song had the list. And also the Macklemore gay marriage song. That was, was, that was maybe the best one. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Well, like, there have been a lot of You didn't need great. it by the third verse. You knew the joke, but sure. basically it's it's just a, 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 a Macklemore type, uh, whatever the one love song is, but he just keeps inserting that he's straight. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, I wish if they had toned it down 20, yeah. 20%, 25%. Lonely Island? No. Yeah. No. If they had toned that down, just the stating, I'm not gay, I'm straight. If they had toned that down, I think it would have been pretty brilliant. Because yeah. that, sh- that song does deserve to get made fun of. Yeah. It? it does. I mean, they, they made fun of Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't just make fun of... Um, Oh, yeah. yeah, that guy was that actor was weird. Yeah, wasn't really, what was he doing? I thought they did a great <laughs> job with the music for Tyler the Creator. Yeah, but the actual character didn't really work. Yeah. Well, lesson as always, we're better than everybody. Cook Street fan mail. All right, so this week's fan mail. It's a little strange. Uh, didn't think we'd really have time to plan all that elaborate, so I figured we'd just clean out the trash bin of old questions that we never asked, and I'll just, I'm going to ask you directly the yeah. question. Uh, so let's start with... Let's start with Evan. Mm. Are you Okay. I don't know. This is it's always a, mar- a Marge. I don't like being, <laughs> mm, I like being on the spot. Me. <laughs> oh. uh, so this comes from a uh, Patrick in Shitbox, Ohio. <laughs> What's the furthest you've gone with a girl in a movie theater? And what did it smell like? <laughs> <laughs> the furthest I gone. Uh, well, it happened in sixth grade, and we made out. So you're being, I touched a boob. You're judging it. <laughs> that's interesting. That's it. You peaked. You touched a girl's boob. I mean, I'm sure that's happened no, since no, sixth grade. I'm just saying. Relative to what was happening. Grade. Right. That's like gangbanging now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, no. I don't like to do what? anything in public. What was the movie? 
that would have been American president. You touched a boop, so did you remain staring at the screen and reach across, or did you? Yeah, it's kind of, kind of an awkward thing. Well, it does make it out at the same time. Yeah, yeah, so I guess little, that's true. It's yeah. still a it's funny. A oh, it's weird. Yeah, <laughs> to sit next to someone and yeah. make out with them. Yeah, does, <laughs> how have you done the popcorn trick? <laughs> yeah, where you stick your dick to the popcorn. Yeah, but I always end up eating so much of the popcorn, <laughs> I end up just grabbing my own dick. <laughs> it's so, a great way to masturbate. It's all, it's all yeah, buttery. It's all buttery. It's all you really grow the masturbation. Yeah. Do we think that's actually happened? Was that as a joke? On? Somebody has done it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. How do you how do you stay hard for that joke? I don't think you do. Well, no, it's the anticipation. Be, that's yeah. that's what gets you hard without touching it. Oh, uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> Hot butter will do that to you. Salty, salty pepper. Oh, right in the pee hole. It'd be funny to like a scene of someone. <laughs> A normal person in the in the movie theater bathroom just watching some guy do it, like do the preparation. Yeah, you gotta cut it out. You don't want to spill the popcorn. How do you do it before? Hmm. Popcorn's got enough. Popcorn no, you does. Just, yeah. You what can, you need to do yeah, is ask true. for an empty rece- receptacle. So like you you go to the yeah. lady and say, "I'd like a, a large popcorn or a medium popcorn, really." <laughs> and um, and then can I also get a separate popcorn? Yeah, container? so you can split it up. I get it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so make out's the furthest? Boob. Boob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never done You didn't pick the right guy. Does <laughs> right. well, anyone have that beat? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Enough said. I have not had sex in a movie theater. Yeah. What bass? The rest of them. <laughs> mouth. The old stand mouth. up triple. But, but you've only received, you haven't given in a theater. No, that'd be a logistical. That would be a logistical. I'm not flexible enough. It's like you have to lie on the ground. It's like roadhead for a female. That's, mm-hmm. yeah. How do, you, how do you get in there? Yeah. In a theater, you could lie down on the floor, but that's gross. Lie down? In front of your seat? Oh, like kind of sit down. Lie down. That, oh, it's possible to lie down, but we're going sideways. Yeah, you mean she's lying down also? Yeah, yeah. Uh, What's the point yeah. at that point? <laughs> oh, it's so dumb. No, I, you can't even see the screen. I think what, was this back when you weren't when you didn't have a place to go? No. Okay. Just, so the back, when, back when they couldn't the keep their hands you. off each other. That's yeah, right. Sometimes the mood hits you. I get it. Uh, all right, Travis. Moving on. If you mm-hmm. had to choose between. This is coming from Carla in Los Angeles. If you had to choose between giving up masturbating for a month or giving up watching movies for a month, which would you choose and why? Um, interesting. I feel like I've inadvertently given up on one of those things, not the other. Yeah. <laughs> like to do a month without masturbation, you really got to be trying to do that. <laughs> um, I don't like being unable to watch a movie if I should want to. Hmm. Can you satiate your needs with the help of a friend? You can get you can get a hand job and you can have sex. So you you just can't make it happen yourself. Yeah, you got that, kiddo. Kiddo, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. Do that's porn to stick with movies? Yeah, I think so. Do porn movies count? I I think it would be good. It would be. <laughs> that's the riddle of it. That's, that's just tough. sit there watching porn, not masturbating. Exactly. Totally brutal. I think I could yeah. talk myself into it being good for me to not masturbate for a month. And there's no real explanation yeah. as to why it would be good for me not to watch a movie right. every one movie every week and a half, which is probably what I do. Yeah. Just uh, alternate months. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna masturbate. You have to keep doing this. Certainly gonna masturbate the next eleven. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, uh, and Nate, uh, this also comes from Carla. If you had to choose between giving up masturbating for a year or giving up watching movies for a year, which would you choose and why? <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like kind of unhealthy to give up masturbation for a year, yeah. right? If you're not getting another way. Your ways, prostate. Yes. Yeah, I guess you'd become extremely motivated to get yourself you a would. girlfriend. You would. <laughs> get yourself a girlfriend. Um, a year's a long time to go without movies. But then the next year, you'd have so many movies to catch up on. Yeah. <laughs> also, what, you, what would you have missed this last year? You would have missed, like, what really great movies would you have missed? It's probably movies that you didn't see in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks on hangover days. Yeah. You can't. Well, you watch you, guys watch you could never put on TV. TBS. Yeah. And ever. you just always be like, well, I guess I'm going to go beat up because I said it was healthy. Yeah. <laughs> Gosh, but that's the thing, though. If you, like, if you can't masturbate and you, like, are unable to secure a, f- yeah. a lady friend, things would really start to, your oh. motivations would become very. Uh, You'd yeah. also be a. Dick. Yeah, you'd but, be sad. Yeah. You'd be, be an awful person. So, yeah, I think I'll keep the beating off. <laughs> yeah. I don't love it. I've gone a while. Yeah. I've done like a two month stint. Wow. Or without know. thinking about it? Like, without like it being a thing? Nah, kind of. Yeah. There's a little so bit of Kind of, of like a, let's see how long you just, you can, you just weren't a little really, Iron Man. You just weren't very attracted to yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, but I was but watching the movies like a madman. What's, what's the desires, God? <laughs> now your self-esteem is up. Yeah. You think you look hot. You're beating it every night. <laughs> My answer to all three is no. Cookstreet <laughs> <laughs> fan mail. All right, so let's talk about... Uh, so the movie selection this week was kind of weird because it's kind of a bunch of even boringness. It's mm. a, it's a, there's stories that you're familiar with True. that Hollywood has decided they're going to put out in film form. That doesn't sound right. Uh, in the summer. So mm. we had Independence Day we were talking about, but mm. that's, what are you really going to say about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, BFG we were excited about because the book's good, but it's a big animated giant. It doesn't, it doesn't look great. Look, yeah, it doesn't the look animation great. doesn't look great. It's a big great. friendly giant. It's a big friendly giant. That yeah. does seem to be a lot of people are struggling with that not being fuck. Big yeah. Well, giant. BFG <laughs> is the thing from Doom, right? Big fucking gun. Uh, uh, it's like the, and BFD is big fucking deal, right? Or big fucking dick. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I get I shouted a lot. I think it's done. <laughs> It's Big Friendly Dawn. <laughs> oh, that sounds so nice. I wish I had one of those. Big old friendly one. It never gets hard. <laughs> uh, so I guess what I would like to do is talk a little bit about The Legend of Tarzan, uh, because I have no interest in the story, um, but I'm curious why anyone would mm-hmm. also. Yeah. <laughs> like, where does this story why is it so popular when I think of Tarzan who do I think of Johnny Weissmuller I didn't know that I don't know who that is that's the swimmer that played him first of all was he a swimmer he was an Olympic swimmer and he got an acting gig playing Tarzan yeah there Phelps I, I get Tarzan and Jungle Book definitely confused yeah. a little bit. So, like what was Tarzan's was he also an orphan maybe even like a touch of King Kong in there definitely so yeah. I yeah and I so I figured out uh, in doing the research that actually Tarzan was written in 1914 
by American writer Edgar Burroughs, and he says that Mowgli from Jungle Book was mm. an influence. Huh. So they were just, Mowgli was kind of the first like wild raised yeah. by animals character. And then we just started writing a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Burroughs wrote like 25 books uh, about him, uh, all different adventures. He fought like space creatures at some point. <laughs> oh my God. Um, and they basically <laughs> jumped over a shark. Yeah. And I guess they made movies in the 1930s and that's where like the me Tarzan, you Jane comes from. Weissbull. Uh, Weissmuller. <laughs> and that was like the main adaptation. And now we've had like 80 years of just it as a reference. But yeah. The animated yeah. one, I guess, is the only other. Yeah. yeah. Disney would did one. It's one of the worst Disney movies, though, right? I've never seen it. Me neither. I don't think I've seen a single Tarzan thing in my I life. And a Rosa no, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Why do we know? It's such a reference. But like, yeah, I bet as a kid I was going like, oh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, what was Anytime the, uh, you swung on anything. Yeah. What was the Brandon Fraser one? George of the Jungle. George of yeah. the Jungle. Yeah, oh my God. So is that loosely Tarzan? That guy? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I technically not. That. I don't know. I mean, just probably just to get away with not yeah, copyright infringement. It. <laughs> it wasn't a Disney property, probably. Yeah. I mean, basically it's a kid that uh, his family was marooned on the coast of Africa Uh his mom dies. His dad is killed by the ape leader. Mm-hmm. And then that guy adopts Tarzan and he's raised by the apes. So I really don't know how contentious his relationship is to apes. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like hmm. it's complicated. It is. Yeah. Um, and he like goes to America and gets married to Jane, who he met in Africa. She was also around. Right. Margot right. Robbie. In the, yes. In, in this the version. Uh, Leslie Mann. This, isn't the, this is just the general Tarzan story, <laughs> not it. for the movie. Okay. He fi- and then he lives in America for a while. And I guess every Tarzan story probably includes him being in civilization, but yeah. it not being so civil. Sure. Right. So it's a celebration of the wild and the jungle. And There I was think. the Upton Sinclair one where he works in a meatpacking. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There was the Tim Allen one where it's the kid. What's that? The kids that was jungle to jungle, jungle to jungle, jungle, jungle to jungle. jungle. Yeah, yeah. In the Upton Sinclair one, I think he hangs on a vine and goes allegory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really embarrassed about that. <laughs> um, so I looked up. Uh, there have been 200 movies since 1918 that have the word Tarzan in the title. Wow. What on IMDb? Yeah. So hmm. not necessarily still feature release. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Seem to keep going back to it. Yeah. Um, he sounds like a really boring character. Uh, yeah. He's perfect. He can't talk. Yeah, right. No, he can. So that's not true. Like that was just the 1930s movies. The actual story is that he's very literate in English, what? but didn't know how to how? speak it until he met Jane and these other humans. Mm. But once he learns it, he's like very good at speaking. So because he read a bunch of it's books. It's just the movies in the thirties that didn't do that. Did the apes have books? How did he know? Yeah, or they he was marooned. Not, not a bunch of books. family must have uh, had some old books yeah, laying he was around. A kid. Rich kids. Yeah. So um yeah, that's apparently part of the mythos. But he can do so much stuff. Like <laughs> at least that would be a flaw. He is morally perfect. Uh, this is what Wikipedia says. His jungle upbringing gives him abilities far beyond those of ordinary humans. These include climbing, clinging, and leaping, <laughs> as well as any great <laughs> ape, or better. 
Why? He has nowhere near the strength of better than the eight. (laughs) Why do we have to put that in? That's stupid. Uh, And then for men, his strength, speed, stamina, agility, reflexes, senses, flexibility, durability, endurance, and swimming are extraordinary (laughs) in comparison to normal men. He has wrestled full-grown bull apes and gorillas, lions, rhinos, crocodiles, pythons, sharks, tigers, man-sized seahorses, in parentheses, once. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't make that mistake. And even dinosaurs when he visited Pelucador. He's a skilled tracker, uses exceptional senses of hearing uh, to eavesdrop on conversations between other people near him. So he's Superman. Yeah. Grown up. He's a a superhero. Yeah, for sure. This movie sounds shitty, man. I don't understand. Uh, what what reason to do you have to think this is good? Uh, the preview. It comes out in IMAX, and ate nice out of the preview the other day, and we were like, remember, you were, what did we say? We were like, this, this looks good. Cool. <laughs> that was the quote, huh? <laughs> you guys had to work yeah. together on that one. Yeah, yeah, something like, this looks stunning. Or, or um, cool. <laughs> like, wouldn't the Planet of the Apes kind of be the same thing where like what is the story i don't care about it wait a minute they made it good like that's happened it happened with the jungle book it's a steeper climb i think for this one that's probably true the the movie has been in development since 2006 uh guillermo del toro was going to direct it man's labyrinth that's a miss and it was going to be (laughs) he said it was going to be psychologically real and basically we find tarzan in the jungle like insane, like a heart of yeah. darkness. Hmm. Oh, that's I'm guessing, awesome. Yeah, I'm guessing they didn't Do like that. that. Present cool. Tarzan to the new generation. Yeah, that something way. new. But they thought that was dark. The directors, ca- or the studio kept saying that they wanted to be like the new pirates of the Caribbean oh, franchise. Oh, God. That's um, damning with faint praise. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Uh, so eventually got a new director in 2012, and they had budget problems for a while, and then restarted it in 2014. Uh, and they shot it in 70 days, almost all in England, what? <laughs> except for six weeks of background shots in Gabon, Africa, with no cast. <laughs> Just to shoot so trees. I don't know. That might, green that might be for green screen again. Yeah. yeah. Still six weeks six, to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Six weeks of, of Googling jungle. Yeah. <laughs> Google go. So it says the budget was the budget was officially 180 million, but some Variety article said they need to make 400 million to break even. With and might be more advertising and yeah. just maybe Four. money that they lost in development that didn't count as towards the official. They are not going to make that. Although uh, movies like this internationally do, yeah, they'll make it globally. For sure. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's see what the specific um, Tarzan movie is about. Here's the synopsis. Uh, it's been years since the man once known as Tarzan left the jungles of Africa what? behind for a gentrified life as John Clayton, Lord Greystroke. Oh <laughs> Lord Greystroke is brutal. <laughs> With his beloved wife, Jane, at his side. Now he has been invited back to the Congo to serve as a trade emissary of parliament. This is in 1889. Unaware that he is a pawn in a deadly convergence of greed and revenge, masterminded by the Belgian, <laughs> Captain Leon Rome, Christopher Waltz. But those oh, behind man. the murderous plot had no idea what they were about to unleash. I feel like they didn't need that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's 109 minutes. Interesting. Alexander Skarsgård is Tarzan. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't done anything, huh? What True, blood. True, blood. True blood. Oh, it's that dude. Is that right? Yeah. That's it. 
He was in. Uh, he was in. Oh, he, no, he was. He was Mikus in Zoolander. Yeah, yeah that's right. Like he didn't crazy. know it was yeah. him. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> wow. Um, well, but yeah, kind of, he, he was in Melancholia and True Blood. We were yeah. saying we wanted we'd like like it to be a no name, and this is actually kind of close. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it's not an origin story. Yeah, yeah, I assumed it was going to be finding him marooned. Right. Or like They're playing on our sense montage of reference. Yeah, you know, yeah none so. of us have seen anything. Right. So, yeah. But we all, yeah, proliferate. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe that's interesting. Yes. <laughs> if I came up, if I had to make Tarzan and I came up with that, I'd be like, yeah, it's good enough. Yeah. He put on 24 pounds for this. Of muscle. Yeah, he looks <laughs> fucking good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, his uh, his Jane is Margot Robbie, Oof. who is probably like the it girl, right? Yeah, yeah. the it hot girl. I think so. Yeah, there's no denying it. <laughs> it's a lot of slump shoulders we just did. <laughs> yeah, it is very hot. <laughs> um, and uh, also Samuel Jackson's in it Ugh. as General Washington Williams. Or no, George Washington Williams. I'm out. Oh, boy. Can we uh, run through his past to get a guess on Yeah, yeah, we got time. <laughs> Just list all his movies. Split the percentages. Um, and Christopher Waltz. Can we name all his villain movies? Christopher Waltz? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I think I brought this up before. I think he's a great actor, but I think he's very one note. He's super one note. Um, and I'd like to see him do, I imagine this won't be the project. Or maybe it mm-hmm. is. What have you seen him in that's not Tarantino? Horrible bosses too. Um, Big eyes. I mm. hated him in that. <laughs> um, Water for elephants. I did not see. Yeah, but it's it happened. Wasn't he? He certainly can't. That guy recently. Spectra. Seeing that. Spectre. No. I mean, he is in yeah. that, but yeah, he's, was oh, he yeah. Big? he's the bad guy in that. Oh yeah, he's a little different in that actually. Yeah, he is. Yeah. But either he, in like the Tarantino stuff, he's like a likable, terrible, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's yeah. So he's phenomenal, but it's yeah. it's the same thing. And like it's Tim Roth, him. Tim Roth it's in the creepy. last one is just playing him because they wanted to get Christoph Waltz. Right. I, I kind of hold that against Christoph Waltz right. that he. You also had the Tim Roth one that you weren't in. <laughs> that counts. <laughs> it does. Um, well, the writer is the writer-director of Hustle and Flow and Black Snake Moan. Oh. Um, and the director did the last four Harry Potter movies, and that's it. Is the writer-director... Wait, is, that was the yeah, writer? different people. Okay, was the writer... Is the writer black? Uh, yeah. Okay, good. That's good. You can't do, you can't do Hustle <laughs> and Flow. I actually Black Snake Moan. His name's Craig Brewer. I think, and I never checked it, but based on that filmography, I'm assuming it is. Well, let's find out, because wouldn't that be really awful? It would be crazy if it wasn't the um, <laughs> Check it. The writer of Hustle and Flow is a white dude named Craig. <laughs> Craig Brewer. That's like the racist name you give the black guy in your sitcom. <laughs> That's fair. I'm thinking about calling you Orlando. All right, looking him up. Uh... He, oh no. I had a feeling. He's kind of biracial, maybe? Hard to oh, say. Okay. Might be a, he's pretty white. He also wrote and directed the remake of Footloose. Oh boy. That dude is white. Yeah, I think so too. He's got a cowboy hat on. He looks, like the guy that wrote, <laughs> he looks like the guy that wrote Boondock Saints. All right, so uh, let's watch a trailer. Yeah. You are Tarzan. like who you were. You may have enemies there, but you need to go home. 
husband's wildness disturbs me. I need you to scream for me. Like a damsel. He's Tarzan. You're Jane. He'll come for you. Changing your tins or the Jungle Book called? They want everything back. <laughs> King Kong called the Jungle Book. That's right. They want everything back. Yeah, a lot of monkeys. I don't want to see it. No, I really don't. Well, so I'm going to give you an option. Do you want to guess Independence Day or do you want to guess Tarzan? No. Oh. <laughs> I can guess Independence Day uh, blind. Or do we just guess one of them? Because Tarzan only has 21 reviews in. Can I guess the BFG? Is that allowed? No. Yeah. (laughs) So wait, we can guess whichever one we want out of those two. We have to decide as a team. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Or you guess one of them and you have your choice of which movie you see. Right. As the loser. I would rather see this than Independence Day because that's going to be a garbage. Yeah, garbage. I was going to say at least fun. it's something new. Be Independence Day is not going to be fun. Oh, it's going to be fun. <laughs> what else is wow. it going to be if it's not fun? Nothing. Not fun. Bad. It's Bad. ten minutes longer than Tarzan, mm. which makes it a two-hour movie. But the one we guess isn't the one we have to see, right? Uh, not necessarily. If we want to do that system, yeah. whatever you want to do. What if you guys guessed Independence Day but got to choose essentially? I think we should get to guess either one. Oh, well, no, if there's only 21 reviews in for Tarzan, I think we should... There guess. is a consensus. Yesterday, there were Whoever's, zero. That's why my plan was mm-hmm. you guys will guess Independence Day, but see... Whoever's the furthest off from either one. From either one, you could go with that. Be the way. Oh, add your scores I together. Oh, add, add, add your differences both? together. Yeah. Okay. So we go for both? Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Oh, the combined score. <laughs> yeah. That's the easiest way to yeah, do it. Yeah, combine the scores for your guesses and all combine right. the score for the two I movies. can do some math. Uh, All right, so these guys are going to guess the combined score of Tarzan and Independence Day 2 Resurgence. Resurgence. Oh my god, what? I I already know what I'm guessing. Interesting way to be safe about it. I think I have mine too. Uh, I was going to guess each movie individually. I wonder if any of us are going to hit, are we going to hit the century mark? If uh, if we smack if, the combined score, yeah, if you smack we have to the, see it. <laughs> everyone has to see. Everyone has to see, see, every to see both. <laughs> every movie in theaters. Mm-hmm. Uh, BFG. If you want to guess, Trav, real quick for fun, what do you think it is? Uh, seventy-one. It is seventy-one. What? God damn it! Really? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! I'm on fire. That's crazy. I read a review though that it sucks. Seventy one's yeah. low for for yeah. an animated AV, movie yeah, made right. by Steven Spielberg. AV and by Rob said, Dahl. Not a good. Shouldn't be a movie. Yeah. It's like everything about the book is lost by it being a movie. Yeah, I feel like it could be a movie if it was done right by somebody who respected the. Original yeah, work. Spielberg's a cornball and he's all pretty cornball. dark. Yeah. Uh, so you guys are gonna get you guys ready to guess Independence Day plus Tarzan? <laughs> yeah. All right, I will start with you, Trav. Uh, here's what I'm thinking. I think. Uh, I guess. I, I guess I don't need to break it down. No, but, but I'm. I'm. Yeah. I think Independence Day is fucking low. Sure. I think it's in the 20s. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tarzan maybe is in the 50s or 60s. I'm gonna go with 83. 83 is your combined score. Okay. That's low. <laughs> two movies? Movies? Yeah, it's uh, sure. 11 less than Finding Dory. Wow. Uh, Nate, what do you think? Um, you said 83. We're pretty close. Yeah. I had uh, 27. Mm, me too. For uh, 
Independence Day in 61 for Tarzan, but wow. I had an 88. That's exactly what I was thinking at first. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did you manage to find yourself a sandwich here? Uh, well, I went 92 for Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had... I had 20, and 100 for Independence Day. I had 28 and 64. So I have 92 as my total. Okay. So Nate is the sandwich. It is between you had 92. Travis. Yeah, 83 to 92, so over under is 87. 86 and a half. Okay. Oh, wait, now, no. 92. And 80. Yeah, I said 83. Yeah. Okay, so it's 87 and a half is the over under. Okay. And uh, and so if it's less combined score is less than 87, less than 88, then uh, Evan sees it. Yeah. 88 or more and Travis sees it. Yeah. Uh, I hope do it's you want to <laughs> decide what the movie is now, or do you uh, want me to break down They're the both going to choose Tarzan. Yeah, I'm not seeing Independence Day. Yeah, I'd rather see Tarzan as well. Okay, well, we'll see about that. So the combined <laughs> score <laughs> of these two it's movies is still rotten. Oh, no! At 58. Wow. Oh, man. Independence Day was a 32. No! Wow, that's, that's higher than we thought. You guys were kind of around there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Tarzan wow. so far is a 26. Wow. Wow. That's incredible for this kind of movie. How do you miss that bad? Yeah, Jesus. It says it's uh, it has more on its mind than many movies starring the classic character, but that isn't enough to make up for its generic plot or sluggish pace. So good luck. Uh. <laughs> it sucks you can spend... $400 million on a movie and have some guy say, this was boring. <laughs> <laughs> but it probably that is. is a, it's sluggish. It's not just one person it's saying it, though. sluggish. I know, but like, right. the, the 10 years, of, it was just 400 million. And the amount of CGI, the amount of people oh sitting at computers working on this for, like for years a guy of their life. Like, seems a bit boring. <laughs> sluggish. All right. Thanks for listening. We are Cook Street Productions. You can find more podcasts, sketches, web series, articles on Facebook and YouTube. Most importantly, our website, cookstreetproductions.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, and we'll see you for Ghostbusters. Sometimes they cry. Tell them truth or lies. This has been a sex pot comedy joint. Collaborative, community-driven comedy produced by Andy Jewett and Kayvon Kalibari. Headquartered in Denver, Colorado, with technical support from Isaac Miller. Every day at sexpotcomedy.com or at a show near you. Until next time, be well, friends. Hey!